Blog Talk Radio.
uh, it, I think it's important to mention that there have been nearly 400 treaties written by the United States in good faith with the Indians, and every single one of them was abrogated. It means broken or changed or altered.
to remember that you have to that you are forgiven. And also, in relation to this, this is really appreciated that you feel, according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again, once again, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse 31. Now, this is done to keep this ministry very new pestilence that long fly. And so it's a very new school. Because the way you make a lot of teaching needs to be passed out these days. The way you make the home, radio station, and the way to go to help you speak the same way as we have on this program. Also, Robert, check out Chandler. Chandler had to deal with family and friends and turn with the Bible of these days to come to us throughout the year. We also have a lot of program. This is our future that's available during our broadcast time. To get the latest type in three words on the search dot one three four one. And after clicking it, look for voices of the truth lights driving the app down. And click the grid by button as soon as it appears, you'll be right and try live online broadcasts. We even have a few numbers you can call with your The first is our live conference phone number, which is three one nine. To seven six zero six five. The other is two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. This is international one. Where you can call it and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six million camps of the Alliance Ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I want to remind you when you leave a discouraging clip. Followed by a dial call. Also, by calling that same number, you can order the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on the Just make sure you get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Now, as I know, you may ask, please do not contact the CEO via email, phone, or text or broadcast or afterwards. This is a pretty busy with the WCC. The United Station stockholders seek our man, answer many memos, and now you in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use the email from 224-600-5579. The question is which is, you will receive a call back. And yes, you call it time to teach. As I said, you are only here to stay tuned out. Now, if you're not going to miss the beginning of today's program, you can listen to the entire recorded show at 9 and 15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated at 8 and 30. And to do this, just enter three words. Walk one, three, four, five. When you click on them, look for voices of the truth, like Swab of Walk One. Choose the program that you're going to log into, or any previous thing on the list that you would like to listen. During our normal broadcast broadcast, we also have simultaneously transmitted on the laptop, which can be logged in by your phone, the tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you download the laptop app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the truth lights, try the data. You'll find a manual of 15 round Eastern statistics. The laptop here will also be working for Bible education. And when you're ready to answer the on-table topics we discussed during our broadcast, we'll be able to miss it. 
Israel, and running with Syria's Jordanian and Shaka. The deal is to eliminate the more comments on topics, or at least more than two tech questions answered at a time. In the backup lines before teaching time, our teaching will continue on that topic. Welcome to you all. But I continue to remember that we always get when you are given scriptures to speak by the seal, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so that words of your thoughts are slowly. Remember that we have over a million and a thousand listeners that want to hear righteous words of God. So in saying that, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can be not backed up, that can be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can get to our program at that time. System back over to the Sea Israel. It's a hallelujah. Alright, hallelujah. So the hard is our plan about the latest thing. They're not enough personal work out. And so the people that are younger are big younger than us. Looking at 
the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter one, two, two. No. Chapter one, verse five down to verse six. We are going to start with chapter one, verses five to ten. Verse five to ten. We need to hear this one. It says, The righteous spirit of this one will flee the sea and remove from that that are without understanding. And will not abide in unrighteous in unrighteousness Six. For wisdom is a loving spirit and will not acquit a blasphemer of his words. For Yahweh is a witness of his reigns and a true beholder of his mind, and a hearer of his tongue. Seven. For the spirits of Yahweh fills the world and which contains all things has knowledge of the voice. Eight. Therefore, he that speaketh unrighteous things cannot be hid. You shall vengeance. And it is punished by him. Passed by him. Punished, passed by him. Nine. For inquisition shall be made into the counsels of the unlawfully, and the sound of this words, worlds, shall come unto the Yahweh for the manifestation of his wicked deeds. For the ear of the jealous hears all things, and the noise of minds is not here. Inquire into the meaning of the and the omission 
and filled the courts with the city. Twenty six, and they went forth and slew in the city. And you find out what that law says. See, that's why we have to find out who is going to rise up and understand that the spirit of Israel. You have to rise, to finalize, to get everything to not be a Christian. We lie to you, we be a Christian because you don't put my baby to wear the fourth commandment. 1441, 1442. That's the next Saturday. They finalize Satan to not be a Christian. Now we get the third day without a Christian. And being a Christian. Yeah, it happened. And that's why we got to come and blame the story on what happened. And let me, if you want to continue to be the way you are, then you can be the way you are. But I'd rather say, let's keep it out of the line of the fans. But you're going to know that the line of the fans are going to be the Christian. So he said in 2214, uh, let's go to John Thomas and see what he said about that. 2214, we read God to get our part. Revelation 14, verse 14, and the book of Revelation come out. In the book of Revelation, starting in the book of Revelation,
a good man. The music of his mind got caught. But for the eighth and read the policy of David and one guy in D.C. talked about this man, and then they got out of his man's name and found everything. Peter was born with two weeks to get out of the park. Come on. In the book of Psalms, chapter 87, and verse number 1, one says, Keep my thoughts on, so you have to walk. Hold my thoughts on, and I will not. And I will be one still. And you have to walk. Two. So no, that means And they that hate me have lifted up the hill. Father God. Then, all that rock. All that rock. Now, we're going to again, you know, because the bottom line is saying, they that hate you have lifted up the hill. So now, David is receiving his message from the angel. According to Second Samuel chapter eight, one to eight, he said, "They that hate you, Yahweh, have lifted up their head. They hate you, now that's not the word there. So whoever it is, whoever it is, is my father of the living, we clear that the angel said, "They that hate you, and they will lay down." They three come out. They have taken counsel counsel against their people and consulted against their hidden
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast is now on the air live. I be your host. By name, Seer, Israel, O.C. Royal. The harvest is plenty and the labels is spirit. But one thing about it, we know that's the way prophecy is. So we'll find our ear and bring him in and tell y'all about the broadcast that's coming up on tape number 40. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder Mr. Kills. Y'all quite be just see right. And y'all quite bless you, see as well as see well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I can tell you one thing. The harvest is plenty and the labels is true. But one thing about it, we know one thing. Yahweh in control. So whether you want to tell this national audience what we bring in the mothers in to help us sit tonight, take number 40, take your time to international side say, well, look here. See, we we very suspicious. I think we heard a little bit of that before, but um, what can I say? Elder called the hand early and said, hey, Seer, this is what you do. You know, I'm one of the elders, so this is what you do. I said, okay, good. All right, Elder, you, you're on point again. Just let me know that you're on point. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, God bless you. See you as well, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that, that's always a good thing, because you have so many people being taught the wrong words of Yahweh, many different teachings from many different Bibles, and they're all over the place. And sometimes you can tell when you give them the actual Bible and tell them to read. They can't even find Genesis, and that's the first Bible in the book. That's, that's really something. In the book of Shabbat, it tells you, verse number six, it says, Be at peace with many, but nevertheless have one counsel over a thousand. Better take notes on it. That's chapter six, verse number six. But when you look at uh, Shabbat, chapter 11, verse number eight, this tells you why so many people have misunderstanding. Eight says, answer not before you've heard the cause, neither interrupt men in the midst of their talk. My goodness, you hear that happen like the dead. But that's not to worry, because this is one of the reasons why we're here, is to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bump the gums for righteous lives and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending a live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. 
that comes to your life and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books with help. Foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. We do this because you have not. This is the information that you came to seek and have now found it in the voices of the two Israelites. Tribe of Yadah. Now, sometimes you find people trying to get Yahweh's information on their cell phone, their computer, or any one of the uh, smart devices that's available today. Now, they can be used for righteous reason. But you have heard us say, the one-eyed Satan. Well, if you use those things for the wrong reason, then it will be the one-eyed Satan or will be the direction to righteousness. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days that we're open at that time are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We don't have a class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special day. However, Sabbath class we do have. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. The bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address to use this on any one of your smart devices in the tribeyada.com. After click in it, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you under a big line where you will see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you might see menu, but after clicking it, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us. In the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8, 7 says, Give unto the aqua, for the attendance of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you join us, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing the dossiers Yahweh also for building the school, which you hear me say recently is very well needed with the misteachings and the bad understanding that we have today. Also for building a banquet hall, a radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. We even have a calendar. Check out the calendar while you're there. That calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there this time, enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking on look for Voices of the Truth Lights, click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into a live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first 
This is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This will be our international number, where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of the Aquas But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you want to hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine, the sea is pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mrs. Sigar, and answering many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear the discouraging downtime. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program today, you can catch the entire show at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do this, enter three words on your smart device search line, Yakwa Radio Live. And after clicking it, Look for Voices of the Jerusalites, Tribe of Yadah. At that point, just choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day on that list that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broadcast broadcast, we are also simultaneously transmitting Yakuwa's information on Peltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Peltalk app. When you get there, you will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices in the Israelites, try to judge out. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yaqua's word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on the table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Tal Talk. Y'all will be with you all. But once again, a continuing reminder that I always give to the readers that are given a word to speak by the seer. Be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So in doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that cannot be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in so we'll pass that program back over to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, God bless. 
All right, there, Elder. Hallelujah. Wrong. That, that, that's on your part, no doubt about it. And this live broadcast, take number 40. And we're going to see who else coming to the stage. We see the mother is coming to the stage for take number 40. So when you meet Mother E, well, now, boys, you said Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, y'all probably get that seed right. Yeah, well, this is Israel, a seed right. <laughs> Hallelujah, and we know uh, Mother Z is definitely going to give a commentary and a nice lesson, and she most likely probably be called in on all type of help in part number 40, because the harvest is plenty, it's plentiful, and the labor is so, uh, hey, let's look at that Luke chapter 12, and see which we, where we want to go on take number 40. Take a look at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Elder, Mr. T of Israel, what does it say? Come on. Okay. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12, it says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, El. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit do the talk. For you are not deceitfully, it'll flee from deceit. We're going to open up in 2 Timothy, Elder, and uh, 3.16. Let's see, let's see what we got of 2 Timothy 3.16. Let's open up with that and see what, which way we can go with 2 Timothy 316. What is that in 2 Timothy 316? Come on. In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3, reading verse 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of Yahweh and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You see that? So all scriptures is given by inspiration of Yahweh. And, 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 and what is the reason again? It's for you. All scriptures is given by inspiration of Yahweh. Hold that one there. Hey, hey, Mother E. And Isaiah 41. 
bring forth your strong reason, said the king of Jacob, Israel. Verse 22. Let them bring them hold forth. Hold on a minute, Mother. Hold on for 21. Let me do a little emphasizing on 21. Let me get the Bible right here. On that 21. Now Isaiah demands the hour at this time. And Isaiah is saying, Produce your cause, saying Yahweh. Bring forth your strong reasoning, said the king of Israel. So, you're supposed to produce your cause, whatever your cause is. It's supposed to come through this body. So whatever cause you got, you're supposed to have something to back it up from this body. Produce your cause, says Yahweh. So if you got a disturbance about anything, you're supposed to go in the Bible and put on your case from the Bible. Keep that point in mind. Verse 22 with the same other. Verse 22 reads, let them bring them forth and show us what shall happen. Let them show the form, former things, what they be, that we may consider them and know the latter. Consider. That we may consider. Consider, consider them and know the latter end of them or declare us things of Things for to come. Verse twenty three. Show the well, thing. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hold on. Let me get let me get in on that one. Let me get in, let me get a little shot in that one. It says, let them bring forth. Let them bring them forth and show us what should happen, and let them show the former things. What they see, that we might consider them and know the latter end of them, or declare us the things for to come. That big topic there. See, this is one of the greatest mysteries in teaching. Right there, mother. So we got to hold that point right there, and we got to investigate that. See what happens. This Bible is called, but if we don't understand the order of this Bible, we're going to be always just reading a bunch of verses and everything. So he says, and El. Put the marker where you got here to hold that to the side and go to Michael 6, verse 8. Go to Michael 6, verse 8. So where you got there, hold, put, put a mark in there, and we come back there a little bit later. But we're going we gonna to play it by the spirit of Yahweh the way he'd like it to be anyway. So it's no accident, like I said, the harvest is plenty. We got to land. From the boss of a two is like fishing on the camp, north, south, east, west. Got land everywhere. The harvest is plenty. 
But where the labels at? Labels somewhere high behind the curtain. When showtime is ready to go, hiding behind the curtain. Well, that's why that's why we got on we got on stand that Yahweh already got it laid out. Who gonna do what? When he gonna do it? How he gonna do it? That's why when you got a calling on you, you give it all you got because he's talking some good talk. So look what he says in Micah chapter six, verse eight. Hey yo, what it says? We can read. Come on. And Micah chapter six, reading verse eight says, "He had shown thee, O man, what is good, and what doeth the Yahweh require of thee, but to do justly." and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy Yahweh. You see? So he don't show, he don't show the old man what's good. Now, now he'll precept at the 10, uh, Deuteronomy 12 through 15. Deuteronomy 10, 12 through 15. So he don't show you old man. But who is this old man he's talking about? A a mother mother Eve. Have me Deuteronomy thirty two. Eight through ten, waiting on me. Eight through ten. Deuteronomy thirty two. Eight through ten. He said, Now I've told you old man what's good. Now who would you call it old man? Let's find out. Let's find from Elder in the tenth chapter of Deuteronomy twelve down to verse fifteen. So who does he call an old man? Come on. Okay. Where you Wait a second. That was, that was uh, Deuteronomy 12 10, 15. 12 to, uh, yeah, 12 to 15. I'm, I'm following my own rule here, being slow and quick to hear. 12 to 15. Twelve says, and now Israel, what doeth the Yahweh thy Yahweh require of thee? But to fear the Yahweh the Yahweh, to walk in all his ways, to love him, and to serve the Yahweh with all thy mind and with all thy soul. Thirteen, to keep the commandments of the Yahweh and his statutes, which I command thee this day for my for thy good. Fourteen, behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens is Yahweh's, thy Yahweh's. The earth also, with all that therein is. 15. Only the Yahweh had a delight in thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. You're saying, man, saying, now, I've been to uh, many... Uh, Places of worship that uh, and I never heard I never heard them read that verse of this. I never heard this verse ever been read in a Christian church. I never heard I never heard verse fifteen again. I put a little more base in that in that verse fifteen because I never heard this. Now, if anybody ever heard it in a Christian church. Read this verse right here. I won't know what name the pastor and when 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 did he ever read this verse right here 
and stopped on it and coughed on it and never changed. What Christian church ever read verse 15? What does it say here? Verse 15 says, Only the Yahweh had a delight in thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. Now, you know, tell me something. I know you got a pretty good background of Christian Christianity, good background of it. Have you ever heard that verse right there? And maybe you heard it. Have anybody ever paused on that verse right there at verse 15? Can you recall anything about that verse there that you ever heard it? As much as I have seen and much as I have heard, I have not. That verse right there, that, that right there tells a story to verse 12. Now, look what it says in verse 12. Now, what you just got to read is, and you might have heard it read, but they ran past it like a plague. They run past this verse like a plague, Elder. But nobody stopped. That's why we got to come now. It's no question about we must come now. Now, this verse right here tells a story, and it tells a story to who in verse 12? Verse 12. Telling the story to Israel. Really? All Israel. Twelve says, twelve says, for those that's reading. And now, Israel that doeth the Yahweh, that Yahweh require of thee. But to fear the Yahweh, the Yahweh, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Yahweh, Thy Yahweh with all my mind, thy mind, and with all thy soul. Now, now that's a big verse of Dale. Now that's kind of verse of Dale makes those fear. He gets, he gets kind of, he got, he gets, he gets kind of, um, you know, he carries two handkerchiefs with him all the time anyway. Now that's a big verse of Dale. So now, now I got the precept that, Molly, I got a precept that verse. See, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Those that stand before you, when you hear a verse, remember, every verse has a precept answer. Now, that's a big verse that old Elder read. Now, I want to precept that. He said, now, if you now if you'd have listened, if you'd have listened to me, Israel, Israel, if you'd have listened to me. Hey, you know, read 49, 28, and find out what, what is Israel? Is it just one group of people? What is Israel? What do you mean, Israel? What are you talking about? The land of Israel? Or what are you talking about in 49, 28 of the book of Genesis? What are you talking about, Elder? Okay. Going to the book of Genesis. 
I'm looking at chapter 49 and reading verse right. number 28. Yeah, I have it. 28. 28 says, All these are the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Everyone according to his blessing, he blessed them. So, well, so if not, if I was teaching, I mean, if somebody else was teaching, will, will they be butchering the scriptures when they see the word Israel say Israel 12 <laughs> tribes? Will they be butchered up the scriptures or not? If you if you enlighten them when I'm talking Israel, I'm talking twelve tribes. Because they got Israel as today just being a polluted word called the Jew. But I wonder if the teaching word that if you put the word twelve tribes in there, you know that's gonna make those that have talked Israel means the Jew make them flinch. So this is what we got to do. We got to make them flinch because when you see Israel up on the condition we're in the day, when we're teaching out there and, and wherever we're teaching at, we have to bring in, I'm talking 12 tribes. I'm not talking about the Jew that's in the land over there now. I'm talking 12 tribes that scattered. Now you got people's attention. So this is what the school is so important that to understand when you talk Israel to those that don't know no more than John 3.16. When I'm talking Israel to those in the street, I'm talking 12 tribes. Now we... Is what our thoughts when we wake the people up and let them know that when I talk Israel, it's 12 tribes that have a blessing. Now they got to figure out how to get back to this blessing. Now, Mother E, in Psalms 81, Mother E, and Mother E in Psalms 81, look what it said. Just read the way you see it there in verse 4 because it's going to break itself down in grand style, Mother E. Remember, on the international side, you got over 900,000 plus on the international side. And we do all we can to wake them up. We got to wake them up, mother. So sometimes we have to um, pull that point. Pull that point. Hey, hell. Cut the OP out again. Let's go to the book of Daniel. We're going to the book of Daniel for a minute. Let's see what we got to do. In the book of Daniel, this is what we got to do. In the book of Daniel, chapter 8, we're going to look at verse number 15 and 16. Daniel, chapter 8, verse 15 and 16. What, what is that in hell? In the book of Daniel, Chapter 8, reading verses 15 and 16. 15 says, And it came to pass, when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning, then, behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. 16, 
And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Europe, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. Did you hear that? You hear that? You see, you see what we got to do? See, we got to make, we got to meet them where they are. All thing we don't alter is this four-letter name because that's the name you must come up under, Yahweh. But we got to make adjustment because we as a people that scatter trail tribes, we're in bad shape. But the only way you're going to hear, old Israel, you got to understand the benefits of hear, old Israel, 12 tribes. Now, mother going to read a verse in 81, verse 4, that skip down to 8 through 16. Listen at, listen at this conversation. And David picked up on it way back there in that 10, 12 through 15, it's elder read. He said, you hear, O Israel, your position to a tribe is to be above all the nations. Did we read that or not? Read again, Elder. Make sure we read that again. WCC said that we missed that part. Come back, Elder, for the WCC, World Council Churches. They said we missed that part. Come back to 10 verse 15. And listen what it says in Deuteronomy 10 15. This is for the WCC. What does it say again in 1015 of Deuteronomy? In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10, reading verse number 15, 15 says, Only the Yaqua had a delight and thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people as it is this day. Yeah. So, uh, according to that verse, Yahweh chose Israel, and the position he put Israel is to be what? Above all peoples on the face of the earth. See, this is, not, this is, this is the Bible. This is the Bible. The children of the 12 tribes of Israel have a position in Yahweh to be above all the families of the earth. That is a position once they finally come back to what's written about. All scriptures is given by inspiration of Yahweh. Now come back to that again, Elder. I need a little bit more out of that 316. I need 17 and 18 now. Come back to that verse again in Timothy. That 316, you read that real fine. Now I need verse 17 and 18. Now I need 17 and 18. So we're going to have to deal with what the mental spirit wants on this broadcast. Because here's the point. The only way the children of Israel, the 12 tribes, is going to get back in position you must come back to the Bible because the Bible is not going to change. But what you got written, according to Revelation chapter 5, that's just the way it is. It ain't no getting around to it. So if you try to come up another way, you're going to lose. 
And that's why we come humble six nights a week, and we give it all we got six nights a week. Why? Because it can be my last. It can be your last. So you got to go out in the bank. Can't be fucking around this thing. You got to be prepared to give it all you got every time you get the airwaves, every time you come sit down with people, give them all that you got in just their job walk. But you got to know what you're talking about. Your position, 12 tribes, is to be above all nations. That must be established because if they knew that, there's no way there'll be Christian, Islam, or Judaism. Not now, member of the 12 tribes. Because you can't get a high. You can't get no high and being above all nations. How high can you get the job that? That's what you're trying to get to be. The highest you can get is above all nations. So if you knew that you were a member of the 12 tribes and your position to be above all nations, you won't be bumming around with no Christianity, Islam, or Judaism. You're trying to find out all the riches you got by being above all nations. So what's the reason they are? Reading on Second Timothy. Looks like sixteen and seventeen. That's it. All right, good. Excellent, excellent attention. Um, what do you call it? Word call. Help me out on that word. What do you call attention. it? Attention span. Excellent. Um, attention expand or what do you call it? How you say that word? That pay attention. Attention, attention span. When you pay attention to detail. Second Timothy chapter three, the last two verses, sixteen and seventeen. Sixteen says, All okay. scripture is given by inspiration of Yahweh, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and righteousness. Seventeen, that the man of Yahweh may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You see that? You see that? So this makes a man of Yahweh perfect, burnt to all good works, a word of Yahweh. You see the man's hand. So if you is in any other thing, the only way you can be perfect, you must be willing the power of the word of Yahweh. That that'll get you what you need where you need to get to. So that's why we you got to be a Yahweh man. And a Yahweh man demand demands from scripture a Yahweh woman. See when you got a Yahweh man, a Yahweh woman, you got something to check you. The scripture. But if you if you got a 
not got a Yahweh man and not got a Yahweh woman. That means it can be all over the place. I was on the bus, and the, the young lady said, um, hey, I ain't got no money, but I got a $20 bill, so ain't nobody got no change, so can I ride free? Bus driver said, no. <laughs> he told her, no. And guess what she did? Boy, she went off. She took a glass that she had, a cup, I mean, and took what she had there and throw it on the bus driver. And she cursed him out, raised the back of her skirt up and, and told him what he can kick on and got off the back of the bus. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? The spirit that's in these people without no Yahweh ain't nothing going to check. The bus driver was astonished at what happened. But the same token, I've seen many times the bus drivers might say, well, I ain't got no money, or I got a, a bill out here, you know, go and have a seat. But so happened, he told her no. Maybe he knew something I didn't know. I was close enough to see it. And she went off on it. He got his head and started wobbling around, threw a glass on him, a cup on him, and pulled the hammer down and got off it. Raised the back of skirt up, told him what he <laughs> So that's the way it is. See, it, and, and all this goes to point that you ain't got no Yahqua in you. I'm scared of you. Look, I know what, what can check you if you ain't got no Yahqua in you. Satan ain't going to check you. Satan tell you you ain't going fast enough. Satan will tell you, listen, you ain't going fast enough. Well, I got just about all the way down to the floor. Well, then put it down a little bit low. You see what I'm saying? We got a big job ahead of us. So now, Mother, now, Mother, we've been, we've been, we've been talking our talk. But we ain't forgot about Psalm 81, verse 4. What, what does it say there, Mother, Mother Eve, in Psalm 81, verse 4? Look at Psalm, that's 81, verse 4 reads. Psalm 81, verse 4. But this was a statute for Israel and a law of Yahweh of Israel. You see that? This was a statute for Israel and a law of Yahweh is of Israel. See, listen. Then you go to these churches and they tell you you ain't got to keep the law. Wait a minute. The children of Israel was given the law. But they don't know who they are. 99% of the children of Israel today think they African American, Negro, and Christian. So when they read this Bible, they never going to see 12 tribes. When you see the word Israel, 12 tribes. They ain't going to never see this. But it's up for us to bring it out. Now, look what he says to the 12 tribes. Verse 8. Listen to this, mother. Come on. Psalm chapter 81, verse 8. Yeah, oh, take, take your time and put that Academy Award voice on, mother, and get in that microphone because um, it's important in here. Because remember, your position is to be above all people. Now, if we were to pay attention and be a doer of this word, 
Look what he got rid in Psalm 81, 8 down to verse 16. Take your time, mother. Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 81, verses 8 to 16. Verse 8. Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto thee. O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. Verse 9. Ye shall no stranger, strange Yahweh, be in thee. Neither shall thou work, worship, worship. Neither shall thy worship any strange Yahweh. Verse 10. I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth. Why? And I will heal it. Verse 11. But my people would not hearken to my voice. And Israel would not, and Israel would none of me. Verse 12. So I gave them up unto their own mind. Look. And they walked in their own town. Verse 13. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my way. Verse 14. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hands against their adversaries. Hold that for a moment. Hold that for a moment. Now you see, you see the man say it. You see the, you see, you see the man say, mother, hey, mother, look what he said again, what he did if you if you done right. Verse 14. Verse 14. Psalm chapter 81, verse 14. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. You said, you said, now, if you would have listened to me to a trial, this is David in a prophecy. This is wasn't in David's day because everybody was quiet in David's day. He's writing to those that hear the voice today. If he said, I should have to do their enemies. Now look at that. You see the man say he was dead. If we only listen to him, what he was dead. Now, if, now let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 67 down to 71. L. We're going to Luke chapter. Now we're going to preach that. We're going to fast for over a thousand years and, and find out why is this prayer on the table? You will know why through the precepts after Elder read Luke 167 down to 71. But here's the point. If you don't precept your Bible, you would never tie this in. Mother just got to read. I should have soon have to do their enemy and turn my hand against their adversary. He said, I, 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 I would have stepped up. And, and took care of business. But you won't listen to me. 
a thousand years later, the elder of Israel get ready to read. You tell me, do this supposed to be on the table if we do listen? 167 to 71. What is that, elder? Luke chapter 1, 67 to 71. You're on the clock. Come on. Luke chapter 1, verses 6 and verse number 7 and 71. Okay, Luke chapter 6, 1, chapter, verse number 6 and 7. 6 says, and they, and they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments of Torah instructions and ordinances of the Yahweh blamelessly. 7, and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years verse number 71 71 says that we both should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us now now, who won't who take that? A mother, mother E, mother Z, elder. Now, you see what, now you see what mother reading over in, and by fast forward up 1,000 years, why is this prayer, what is the prayer that the seer is talking about? Why? Why do the seer want this to happen? And, and if we fast forward back a thousand years in Psalm 81, let's talk about the prayer you just got through reading. And what was the prayer? Now, who won't take that? Let's take those CFTs, what's going on. Who won't take that and deal with that? I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Come on. Who won't take that? Luke one sixty seven to seventy one. Who who won't take a look at that? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I take a look at if, it. If if, if nobody <laughs> take it, then, then I'll say uh, we're in Bible class. If nobody <laughs> take it, I'll say we're in Bible class. Take a shot at it. Take a take a shot at that L. <laughs> okay, we're looking at six and seven. To get a take on that? Well, yeah, Both. Now you just got to read. You just got to read it. Now take a shot okay. of that, based upon what mothers just got to read, in Psalms eight and one, verse thirteen and fourteen. Okay. Now six and seven, I'll explain just openly. Um, both couples, they were righteous before Yahweh. And they're doing all the things that they were supposed to do according to the commandments and ordinance without making any blemish in their direction. And also, they had no child because Elizabeth couldn't have children. And now they were both old in age. And then looking at 71, doing what Yaqua said, Yaqua would save them uh, from their enemies, from the from the hand of all their enemies that hated them, because they were moving out blamelessly with what he said to do. 
If they that? should be saved from my enemies. You see that? Yeah. But Yahweh, he's saying and promising this prayer is not even necessary. If we would have been following what was written in 8114, mm-hmm. that we might Save from our enemies and save from my enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. But wait a minute. If the ministers would have just um, shown them this. Hey, mother, come back and read verse 13 and 14. See, that's why the school is so important. Very important. It's a school. Look what Mother reading in verse 81, 13, and 14. What's that, Mother? Wow, that's 81, verse 13, and verse 14. Oh, that my people has hearkened unto me, and Israel has walked in my way. 14. I shall soon have to do their enemies and turn my men against their adversaries. You see the man said, he gave you a thousand years in advance before the seer broke that. All the teachers had to do was show them the book. Even today, he would have stepped forward and taken care of the enemy even today if we would have came back to the Bible. And that hand is out today. we got to come back to Israel, 12 tribes. Now, look what Mother get ready to read and 15 and 16. Listen to this. Verse 15. The haters of the Yahweh should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He said, I would have jumped the haters of Yahweh. He said, the ones that hate Yahweh, I would have jumped him. Verse 16, listen to this. 16. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat, and with honey out of the rock, should I have sustained me. That I was satisfied. That is that You see, you say you did. So you see what he was doing for you? If you only would uh, listen and follow the rules and regulations. So now, now, now we go on to the 34th chapter. Now we can understand 34. Now, now, as years went on in Ezekiel 34, that's why we got to some case up. The Bible tells the story, but until we pay those seals, on, you don't pay the seals on. Never mind. That's okay. You're gonna pay the price. Look what the man got. Look what the man is saying right now and to who he's saying it to. 
and 1, 2, and 3. Listen to this, Elder. Ezekiel 34, 1, 2, and 3. We're going to read this. You're going to read it, but uh, I want you to listen to it. Paying attention to what he got written. 1, 2, and 3. Ezekiel chapter 34, reading verses 1 to 3. One says, And the word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse 1, 2, two. and 3. I have it. Verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1 says, And the word of Yahweh, of the Yahweh, came unto me, saying, 2. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesize and say unto them, Thus says the Yahweh, unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Three, ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. Now, now, the angel is talking to who? The fear. The angel is talking to the man that I would call Ezekiel the Seer. And he said, go find that leadership. Them shepherds, them elders, all the ones in leadership. Find them. Tell, he's telling the Seer to do this. Look, Seer, you go find the shepherds. That's the elders, the bishops, all of them that got the title of being over Israel. You should go find them and tell them why are you feeding yourself and you're not feeding the flock. Now, what are you talking about feeding them? Hey, hey Mother E, what, feed them with what, Mother? What are you talking about? See, now you got to preach up your Bible again. See, now first, now first thing we're going to be talking about in Christianity, why we had a, you know, a, a basket giveaway and give in. You know, every so many days you, you have a long line of baskets giving away. This is our mindset. So we're going to find out what he's talking about, feed them with what, according to the Bible. See, that's why I say Christianity is a morphine drug. It, it just, it, it, when you get that stuff in your body, you become a pillar on a bed. You that pillar ain't gonna do nothing to you. Fluff it up yourself. Feed with what? Fifteen, sixteen. Hey, Marie, what can we read in Jeremiah fifteen, sixteen? Look at Jeremiah chapter fifteen, verse sixteen. Jeremiah chapter fifteen, verse sixteen. Read. That word was found. And I, let me get to the next on the page. What's that, Mother? Okay, let me start back. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 16. That word was found, and I did eat them. And they, and that word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my mind, for I am called by the name of Yahweh, Yahweh of hope. Now, now, 
Not, not last night. So now, when we back to the elder, back in the 34th chapter, when he's telling us, he's telling the seer to go tell the shepherd, the elders, to feed my flock. Is he talking about some basket? What, what is he talking about with that precept? So what is he talking about that we can read? What is he talking about? Feeding with what? You don't make the word. What are you talking about? Feeding the word. The word. Excellent. Excellent. This is what he's talking about. But we don't preach up the Bible, we ain't going to get it right. It's to feed them with the word. So the spirit receives the word. His job is to go to the elders, the shepherds, and tell them, Feed the people the word. Now give me Malachi 2 verse 7, Mother Eve. Give me Malachi 2 verse 7. So you see, I thought we come on this network six nights a week. We 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 feed you the word of Yahweh. The word of Yahweh. And uh what it says in Malachi 2, verse 7, Mother, and I meet you in Jeremiah 23. After you read, after you read Malachi 2, verse 7, Mother, I'll be in Jeremiah. Matter of fact, a, a Mother, Mother Z, I, 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 you got your books all spread out there, Mother Z? No, she ain't here yet. All right, hallelujah. All right. So now, it's probably going to take a time and look at a few things. Because, see, we know the school, the land is already there. The school, the banquet hall, the radio station, it's going to happen. But when it happens, we've got to be prepared to feed the people. Not having a long line of basket line, we got, we got to feed them the word. Word to who? Israel, 12 tribes. Israel, 12 tribes. That got to get in their head. Israel, 12 tribes, led by Judah. Malachi 2, verse 7. What is that, mother? Malachi 2, verse 7. Okay. Malachi chapter 2, verse 7. But the priest's lips should keep knowledge, and they should seek the law. At his mouth, but for he is the messenger of the Yahweh of hosts. You see the man saying, he said, a priest, the elder, all folks seek the law from his mouth. That's what Melchizedek was telling them. He's all the ones that carrying his word. They supposed to know the law. You must get the, the law from the mouth of this book. And that was the elder's job is to make sure that the teachers get the word. The seer's job is to make sure the elders get the word. Because let me show you, if we gave the word, if they would have gave him the word, I thought we'd give him the word now. But this would have, would have happened. 
And you must not give me that Jeremiah 23. Verse 22 and 23. 23. Jeremiah 23, verse 22 and 23. Look at Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 22 and 23. Uh-huh. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 22. Verse 22 reads, But if they had stood in my counsel and had called my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of their doing. Verse 23. Am I a Yahweh at hand, said the Yahweh, and not a Yahweh at far off? What that mean, verse 24? What that mean, verse 24? Verse 24. Can any hide himself in secret places that I should not see him? Said the Yahweh, do not, do not I feel heaven and earth, said the Yahweh. You see that man saying, so you see the man saying, he's a little. Jeremiah is to tell them about all, tell Jeremiah to tell the elders, the shepherds, all the power that he has. But if you, it's about Yahweh's word, it's time for us to help the people. But now he got a plane now, hey, yo, he got a plane in Ezekiel chapter 3 now, what you working with. He got a plane, what, what we working with. In the book of Ezekiel, see we got to know the condition of the battle. We're not reading it in Second Ezra eight fifty six and fifty seven. We're not reading that, but we go and look at the condition that we got to put ourselves in. They can, they can, they can, they can. They can give us no never mind. That's on them. But our job is to make sure that you know, we got to meet them where they're at. We got to meet them where they're at. And then we said that we can read in Ezekiel chapter 3, Elder. He makes a profound statement, Elder, at 3, verse number 13. 14 and 27. Ezekiel chapter 3, 13, number 14. 11, Ezekiel verses 11, 12, and 27. That's what I want. Ezekiel okay. chapter 3, That's, uh, 11, 12, and 27. Come on. All right, I had to change my notes again, so sorry about the delay. Ezekiel. Looking at chapter 3, chapter three reading verse, verse 11, 12, and 27. 11 says, And go into them of the captivity unto the children of thy people, and speak unto them, and tell them, Thus says the Yahweh, whether they will hear 
or whether they will forbear. 12. Then the Spirit took me up, and I heard behind me a voice of great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Yahweh from this place. Verse number 27. But when I speak with thee, I will open my mouth, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus says the Yahweh, He that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbear, let him forbear. He that forbeareth, let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. He said in verse 27, But when I speak to thee, you, Ezekiel, I will open up thy mouth. This Ezekiel, I'm going to open up your mouth, so you can look to Israelites, 12 tribes, eyeball to eyeball. And look what he said about that in verse 7 down to verse 9. Look what he said in the 3rd chapter about Israel, the 12 tribes. What he said we can read in verse 7 down to verse 9, Elder Mr. King of Israel. Ezekiel chapter 3, reading 7 to verse 9. 7 says, But the house of Israel will not hearken unto me. For they will not hearken unto me, for all the house of Israel are in chief and hard-headed. 8. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. 9. As an animate as an animate harder than flint, I have made my forehead, I have made that forehead. Feel them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, for they be a rebellious house. Mm. I, I have made thou, that T-H-Y is thou, your, I have made your forehead hard as an animal stone. And Louis said, verse 10, Elder, Verse number 10 says, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thy mind, and hear with thine ears. You see the man saying, So that's why we have to be clear, but now we got to find out again what happened. Hey, mother, what happened? Deuteronomy 28, 47 down to verse 50, mother. Hey, mother, what happened? Deuteronomy 28, 47 down to verse 50. Mother Eve, Israel, come on. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 47 to 50. Deuteronomy, chapter 28. Boy. Okay. Verse 47 to 50. Yep. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47. Because thou spur not the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with darkness and with gladness of mind, but the abundance of all things. 48. Therefore shall thou spur thy enemies, which the Yahweh shall sin against thee, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness, and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he have 
destroy thee. 49. The Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth, as swiftly as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Verse 50. Now, this is going to happen to you because you don't want to serve me. That's he say. Now, now, this is a prophecy of this happening to you, trial, getting beat up in the land, and getting beat up out of the land. This happened to you while you was in your land, you wouldn't listen, and y'all quiet sent somebody down on you. You think the people wanted the ones to just stop what they're doing and just beat your back all day long? Don't you know this is a divine order from Yahweh? People just didn't stop what they were doing and start beating your back. Yahweh put a charge on them. Read me, um, a, a mother, read me Jeremiah 13, verse 8 through 10, and it will have me Isaiah chapter 10, 1 through 7, waiting on me. Isaiah 10, 1 through 7. You think the other nations just willingly just beat your back? Why you mad at the other nation? Huh? You think they just want to stop what they were doing, just come beat your back? We'll find out. We'll find out in a minute. But more than Jeremiah 13, 8 down to verse 10. Help me out, mother. Come on. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 13, verse 8 to 10. Then the word of it, verse 8. Then the words of the Yahweh come unto me, saying, Thus said the Yahweh, After this manner will I mind the pride of Judah and the great pride of Yahweh Judah. Verse 10, This evil people, which refuse to hear my words, which walked in the imagination of their mind, and walked after others, Yahweh, to serve them and to worship them, shall even be as this girl, which is good for nothing. So, Israel is to a tribe led by Judah, mother. They're good for what? Nothing. They're good for nothing. Because you think you, you, think <laughs> you get you think you can get right with him by coming up another way? No, it don't work like that. He says, you good for nothing. Because if you ain't got Yahweh up front, you good for nothing. Simple as that. Especially the one got a calling on them. Now, what is saying we can read and now, now, when you become good for nothing, let's see what Yahweh <laughs> I think about that in 10, 1 through 7. Listen, listen to this right here. It'll come out. Okay. And I said, looking at uh, chapter 10, 1, verse number 7. 1 says, Woe unto them that decree unrighteousness decrees. 
and that right grievousness which they have prescribed. Two, to turn aside the needy from judgment and take away the right from the poor of my people, that riddles may be their prey, and that they may rob the fathers. Three, and what will you do in the day of visitation and uh, and in the desolation which I which shall come from far? To whom will you flee for help, and where will ye leave your glory? For without me they shall bow down under the prisons, and they shall fall up under the slain. For this is his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. Five. Hold that point, Elder. Hold that point, Elder. Read that verse again, Thor. Here's the man saying. The man is telling you, before you went out into captivity, plainly. Hey, Mother, give me a precept. Give me St. John 15, verse 5. One verse. Come right back. Look what he says in St. John 15, verse 5. What did he say there, Mother? Look at St. John chapter 15, verse 5. St. John chapter 15, verse 5 reads, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him. The same brings forth much fruit, but without me, you can do nothing. You see that? So you see why we good for nothing? You see why he said, without me, you can do nothing? And and, and, and this is where his verse is pulled from. He's talking to the children of Israel. Listen, 12 tribes, with God Yahweh. Sure, a few individuals can find each other. But as a nation, without me, you can do nothing. Sure, you got an open win for you got plenty of billions of dollars. But that's one individual that's lost in the mind of don't, of don't know what day to worship. Listen, without me, he said, you can do nothing as a nation. Now watch what Aaron reads in Isaiah 10, verse 4. Listen, listen at where that verse is pulled from right here. 10, 4, come on, yo. Isaiah chapter 10, reading verse 4. 4 <laughs> says, Without me, they shall bow down under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hands is stretched out still. Mm-hmm. You hear the man saying? Can you hear the man saying? Look what the man saying. Without me, and Isaiah 12, 4, without me, they shall bow down under the prison. You hear the man saying? Now, Molly, let's precept that to Isaiah 42. And we'll pick up verse 18, and we'll read a little bit. See, you see, you see, listen, these are the kind of lessons that you have to really take in mind, especially in leadership. 
You got to be sure the people sliding in the condition they're in now because they want to do everything without him. He says, without me, you will be bowed and down in prison. Mm-hmm. You'll be bowed and down in prison. That's what a man saying, without him. And you know the majority of our people, watch Mother read it, and 42 verse 18, read it. Let's read a little bit, Mother, 42 18. Of our people, what it say. The book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 18. Hear ye death, and look ye blind, that you may see. 19. Who is blind but my servant? A deaf as my messenger that I sent. Who is blind as he that is perfect? And blind as the Yahweh's servant. Seeing many things, but thy observe not. Open the ears, but he hears not. Verse 21. The Yahweh is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Twenty-two. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and none deliver, for a spoil and none says restore. You see that? So you see the precept there. He said, if you don't listen to me, you're going to be, you're going to bow down in prison house. I don't care how big of a man or woman you is. They'll tell you when you got to come in, come out. You got to play by day rules. So you in the prison houses. They got rules and regulations. And that's what happens. And the people that is in the prison house today, they call African-American, Negro, and color. Right? But now we find out, no, no. The people in the prison houses is the one that's prophesied right here. And mother can to put a name on them. The ones in the prison houses, mother can put a name on it. Let's see if it sound like anything about the African-American or Negro.
neither were they obedient to his law. So what so so what so what happened so what happened, Mother Twin Since Israel, twelve tribes, don't want to do the law, what happened in verse twenty two? Verse twenty two. Uh Isaiah forty two twenty two. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them glad in hope, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and non-delivered, for a spoil and non-fed restore. You see that? And, and, and nobody said restore. You got all the uh, Al Shockers and the Jesse Jackson, they'll come and you'll prison house away yet and teach you Christianity. That what got you in that Christianity is you always can just um go to the compassion booth and forgive but the respect you never have. Because Christianity shows you a total opposite in the Bible. But if you'll talk the Bible, you'll turn them away from their wicked ways. Hey, hey, Mo, did we finish that verse out in uh, Jeremiah 23? Let's go back there. I, I need to hear that verse again. Because I need to go back to Jeremiah and hear that again, 23. Yeah, I need to go back and hear that verse again. Yeah, I know we heard it yet. Yeah, we did hear it. But I want to hear it one more time. 23. Jeremiah 23, 22. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 22. Jeremiah 23, verse 22. Verse 22 reads, But if they had stood in my council and had caused my people to, to hear my word, then they should have turned them from their evil ways, and from the evil of their doing. You see that, Mother? So the one they want us to reach, that's why we got to have a word right, Mother. Because the reason why we're in trouble now and the other nations, listen, and the other nations putting all that heavy blows on us, we're going to find out more. Now, come on back, Elder. Come on back to that um, Isaiah 10. And look at verse 5. And look at this verse 5 real carefully. Isaiah 10, verse 5, yo. Listen at this right here in 10, verse 5. Isaiah 10, verse number 5. Five says, O Assyria, the rod of mine, the rod of mine anchor, and the staff in their hand is mine indignation. You hear the man say it. Do anybody hear it? Did you hear the man say it? He's saying, listen. If we hear what the man is saying, the Assyrians, the Assyrians is the one that came down on the ten northern tribes. Syrians is the one that beat up the ten northern tribes. But now we find out through the Bible, the, the Syrians is the rod of Yahweh's hand. The Syrians 
didn't pay you no never mind. Yahweh put in the mind of the Syrians to get down there and whoop the ten northern tribes because he was mad at you. Do you hear? So we ain't got to be mad at nobody because they'll beat our back. The Syrians was down there as the rod of his anger. So when the Syrians jumped the ten northern tribes, the Syrian was the rod of his anger. Is that what we're reading? Read again, Elder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you all read that again, 10 verse, uh, 10 verse 5. Why are you all there? Isaiah chapter 10, verse 5. Oh, Assyria, the rod of my anger, and the staff in thy hand is my indignation. And the staff is in, is in, is in their hands is my indignation. He said, Syrians is the rod, and you is the behind. You know what the rod do? It beats the behind. You is the behind, and the rod is the staff to beat your behind. He said, the Syrians is the rod, and the staff in the hand is my indignation. See, he got mad at the northern kingdom. The northern kingdom broke away from the southern kingdom, started doing their own thing. And when they started doing their own thing, they started worshiping Satan. Even today, the ten northern tribes is worshiping Guadalupe. Ninety-five percent of the northern kingdom is doing Sunday, and they are Roman Catholic Christians. 95% of them today. The reason they in captivity and was taken out by the Syrians, because the Syrians is the rod of Yahweh's anger. They is the rod, and you is the behind. You know what a rod do? You the baby tell you. Oh, no, 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 Grandma, I don't want no rod. Well, then do right then. <laughs> what do you mean you want no rod? If you don't want no rod, then you do right. Well, I'm going to do right, Grandma. I'm going to do right. Well, if you, if you do wrong, I'm put the rod on you. See? So, Yahweh saying the ten northern tribes were taken out by the Syrians. The Syrians beat you back. Pray it through every direction you can. The rod of Yahweh's angel. Hey, Mother, is that what we're reading in verse 5? Right. That's what we read. Yes. So the nation's ill, even today, the nation's ill, the rod of Yahweh's angel. Mm-hmm. To beat you back to the covenant. See, they need to know this, Mother. They ain't willing to get. Just um, 
You know, Yahweh put that in them because you won't do right. And you know when the, when the grandbabies don't do right, uh, uh, all you can pass them is, is show them the rod. Hey, grandbaby, you want, you're, not, you're not doing right, grandbaby. So I got no trouble to put the rod on you. Well, I don't want no rod. Then why don't you do right then? See? The rod has to take over. Perhaps enough of that. Verse 6. What is Ayala? Are you back yet? Verse 6. Okay, verse number 6. We are in Zion, chapter 10, verse number 6. I will send them against a hypocritical nation, and against the people with my wrath I will give him a charge to take the soil and to take the prey, tread them down like the mire of the streets. Wait a minute. Yeah. I ain't never heard this before. Not in no Christian church. All I heard about sweet Jesus. All I ever heard about how sweet and loving Jesus is. That's all I heard. And, and, and oh, how I love my Jesus, how sweet he is. But did you hear what he said in verse 6 again? Read verse 6 again, Hell. I will send him against a hypocritical nation and against the people of my wrath. I will give him a charge to take the soil and to take the prey, and to tread them down like mirror of the streets. The mire, rough. I take mire, the soil. That means they're going to take all your good. I will send the series down to take all your good from you. You hear the man saying, Isaiah, the ten of children of Israel, if you don't straighten up, Yahweh said he's going to send, I will send him, the Syrians, Against a hypocritical nation. What do you mean by a hypocritical nation? You the one he gave his word to. You both know his will. Remember we read over there in Michael chapter 6 verse 8? He, read, he said, To you, old man, to you, old man, this word is sent to you. So, I got to put a rabbit out of here. Hey, 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 Marie, I got to pull a rabbit out of here. In the book of Michael, mother. In the book of Michael, chapter 2, M-I-C-A-H, mother. Look what he says in verse number 7. I got to pull a rabbit out of that, mother. So we got to pull a rabbit out of there. And Michael 2, verse 7, look what it says. The book of Michael, chapter 2. Verse 7. Micah chapter 2, verse 7. Oh, that thou art named the family of Jacob, Israel, if the spirit of the Yahweh stand straight, straight, he said, yeah, straight, he said, let me read a bit, mother, he said, verse 7. O thou that are named the family of Israel, give the spirit of Yahweh straight. Okay, are these my doing? Do not my words do good to him that walk upright? He said, 
Don't my word take care of business? Ain't my word straight? He won't know. Listen, my word will take care of business. Why don't you Israelites, 12 tribes, come back to my word? My word do good to him that walk upright. See the man saying, my word do good for you. If you walk upright, my word will help you out. That's what a man's saying. So the northern kingdom jumped out there, and Yahweh sent the Syrians down on them and said, they are the rod of my anger in my indignation. Verse 6 of 10, 6 of Isaiah. I will send them against a hypocritical nation against the people of my realm. I will give him a child, the Syrian, to take the, the spoil, to take the prey, to tread down them like the mire of the street. This is the man saying, this is the one you call sweet Jesus in a Catholic church. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Here goes sweet Jesus whooping the back of the children of Israel by other nations. So the mother nations, Yahweh gave them a charge to whoop you. I'm really whooping you today because you won't do right. All this virus, bad health, all that is Yahweh's anger today. <laughs> That's why they in charge to do take animals and pull out all type of medicine from the animals and mix four five animals blood together and say, I wonder I wonder what this will do. Well who 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 we gonna test out on? Who you think we're gonna test out on? African American Negro. And we're gonna test it out. All these virus that was created through these animals and stuff that they have put together, that is the rod of Yahweh's anger. Because he refused to do the Bible. You refuse to get in where you fit in at. You sit on the fence and jack your flat. That's why you got so many problems wrong with your body. Huh? That's why you got all pills and medicine on the, on the. That's the rod of Yahweh's anger. Because you won't do right. He give you Sabbath day. He give you a dress code. You pay him no never mind. You a murmur, complainer, and a backbiter. You pay him no never mind. That's why Yahweh said he called you a hypocritical nation. Because you were to do his work. So now when the other nation got to do with you, let me do Let's go and see what happens in Psalm 17, 13 down to verse 15. See, now when the other nation, when the time that Esau and his five songs got a hold to you, it wasn't no place on your back that wouldn't be. So when Esau got his hand on you, as he got his hand on you today, 
Don't you know he was created to beat your back? You don't know that did. The reason why he exists today is to beat your back. The white man and the white woman today, the five sons of Esau, was created to beat your back. Do you know that? Okay, you can find out now. Psalm 17, 13 through 15, okay? I hear you, WCC. You didn't, we didn't know that we was created to beat your back. Well, okay, you can find out right now. Watch this. We're going to Psalm 17, 13 through 15. Here, yeah, come on. Let's find out. Was the nation that's beating your back today was it created to do to beat your back? You found out right now in writing in Psalm 17, 13 on verse 15. Come on, y'all. Okay. In the book of Psalms, looking at chapter 17, reading 13 to 15. 13 says, Arise, O Yahweh. Disappoint him, cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy soul. 14. Stop and then, which. Stop it there. Boy, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yo. Can't just get away. Wait a minute. You hear the man say it? Verse 17. Arise, O Yahweh. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked. Watch this. Which is your sword? So the wicked, that's Yahweh's sword. So whoever this wicked is, that is Yahweh's sword. Watch 14. Come on, y'all. 14 says, From men which are thy hand, O Yahweh, from men of the world, which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They are full of chicken and full of rest of their substance to their babies. Well, wait a minute, yo. Wait, hey, yo, wait a minute. You the man saying? <laughs> Verse 14. From, from men which are thy hand. So men, the other nations, that is your hand. To do what? To beat your back. Here's what it is. From men, which are thy hand, O Yahweh, from men of the world. Worldly men. That's why they beat your back. Yahweh raised these people up for one reason. To beat your back. They not to get along with you. They was raised to beat your back. Here's a him. Verse 14. From men would all thy hand. Huh? They wicked, which are your swords. Now, who is this wicked he talking about? Which are your swords. See, that's why you precept your Bible. Who is he talking about? Who is the wicked? Come on, let's go to Malachi chapter 1, 3, and 4. And Mother had me the origin of it in Genesis chapter 27, 38 to 40. Genesis chapter 27, 38 to 40. See, the Bible will tell you exactly what's going on. See, you you, 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 you try to get your couple of hours together, 
and you try to get with the wicked, which is the sword. That's why he beat your back. That's a child from Yahweh to beat your back. See, listen, as long as you don't want to keep this man off you, and all way you get this man off you, you got to keep him off. Remember what Mother read in Psalm 81, verse 14, 13 to 15? I would assume would would subdue your enemy. I'd have put you back where you was at. But you don't want to listen to me. And you ain't listening today. Because tomorrow is a Sabbath day, sundown Friday night. What are you going to be doing tomorrow, sundown Friday night? We still won't listen to this man. And that's why the nation beat your back. Who's the wicked? Let's read it. We're going to read the Bible. Malachi chapter 1, 3, and 4. What's the hell? Malachi chapter 1, verse 3, and verse number 4. 3 says, And I hated Esau and laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. 4. Whereas Edom says, we are improvised, but we will return and build the desolated places. Thus saith the Yahweh of hosts. They shall build, but I will throw down. They shall call them the border of wickedness. And the people against whom the Yahweh had indignation forever. He said, the wicked is the people who Yahweh have indignation with forever. You know why he said that? Now you know why he said it up. Little character. I knew you. Why did he say that to him? Okay. Let me show you why he said that. Hey, yo, this is going to Zachariah. Let's go, let's go to Zechariah. Let me show you why he said that. See, he'll give you the spirit. Six and on the camp. Just turn pages. He'll give it to you. He'll speak in your ear and tell you, we'll put this or that. He's going to have this person say this and this person say that. We'll we prove that in a minute, too. We're going to Zechariah chapter 1, verse 13, down to verse 15. Hey, Mother E. Okay. Hey, I made Proverbs 16, 1 and 2, Proverbs 21, verse 2, waiting on Proverbs 16, 1 and 2, and Proverbs 21, verse 2. Had it waiting on me, Mother. Now, hey, in Zechariah chapter 1, 13 to 15, what does it say? Book of Zechariah, chapter 1, reading 13 to 15, verse 13 says, and the aqua answered the minister spirit and talked with me with good words and comfortable words. 14. So the minister spirit that communed with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Thus says the aqua of hosts, I am jealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with a great jealousy. 15. And I am very sore 
displeased with the heathen that are at ease. For I am but a little displeased, and they help the affliction. You see, you ain't fair. He says, um, verse 14, And the angel communed with me, said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Just says Yahweh, I am jealous for Judah, twelve tribes, and for Judah, with the great jealousy, fifteen. And I am very sore displeased with the nation. They are at ease. For I was a love displeased with the twelve tribes, and they, the other nations, helped forth the affliction. I mean, I was a little displeased with them, but they went overboard. Like, for example, you tell the babysitter, now look, if um, if Johnny get out of line, you go and turn on the side and and uh, um, thank you. Thank your side a little bit and get him back in order. He's okay. So if you get out of order, thank him on the side. When you come back home, you find out that that guy had been taken to the hospital. Why was he taken to the hospital? He told me to thank him. On the side. I took a baseball bat and beat, and beat his knee. You done what? I took a baseball bat and beat his knee. I beat him all up. You bust his balls up? I didn't, I didn't tell you just bust him up. I just told you just to, you know, and I really got happy about taking a baseball bat and beating your baby's knees out. Yeah. That's the same thing about these nations. I didn't want you to beat him up this bad. You ain't going to beat him up like you'll like you beat us up today. You'll touch our mind Everything, Uncle. You gonna beat our back and told her we ain't nothing. You you don't got happy, and that same thing will happen. What he said about the other nation. I was a little displeased with, with the twelve tribes, but you didn't have to throw a hanging on trees and just ripping their skin off of them. I just tell you, just chastise them a little bit, as the father tell you to. If my 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 offspring get out of order. Tighten up a little bit. I didn't know you would put him in a hospital. <laughs> I didn't know you would take a baseball bat and beat his knees in. You see what happened? That's why he's mad the other nation. They don't got too happy by beating your back. They don't got so happy beating your back now, you think you're supposed to eat all and keep Sunday. See? They don't went overboard. That's all he's saying. What's your name? Hey, mother, who holds your whole thing for mother? Yes, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. And 16, yeah, and, 1 and, and, uh, and, and 21, verse 2. Yeah, what does it say there, mother? And, and they ought to have me 6, verse 8. A revelation in time prophecy waiting on 6, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1, and verse 2. Verse 1, read. The preparation of the mind in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Yahweh. Verse 2. 
All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Yahweh waited the spirit. That was 21. 21 to see the preparation of man and the elders from Yahweh. See, Yahweh put in the mind of other nations to do what they're doing. They ain't come up with this on their own. Yahweh put it in their mind to stop what they're doing and go and beat your back. But he didn't tell you beat the back the way all the nations did. They went overboard. They didn't spank you. They bust you up. He said, go spank the 12 tribes. But no, they didn't go spank them. They went just took a baseball bat and bust the knees, bust the hip bones and stuff. He didn't tell you to do all that. 22, 21, verse 2, what does it say, Mother? Proverbs chapter 21, verse 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Yahweh punishes the mind. So that you know, Yahweh is in control of everything. The reason Israel, the 12 tribes, is getting your back beat, although they are taking it over the limit, they beat your back, and then, and then when they ain't got nothing to do, I ain't got nothing to do today. Well, let's go beat the middle right back. You know the one you call African-American Negro in color? Let's go beat their back. Okay, let's go do that. I'm so bored. I ain't got nothing to do. Okay? See, they went overboard. That's the point of John Cage. The minute Israel's 12 tribes come back to the law, then Yahweh will come turn his hand back on the adversary. Now look at the Latter-day Saints saying, see, where is that at? What do you mean, where is that? Hey, hold it. Come on, Moses. Let's, let's, let's read that real quick, Moses. Let's run to uh, Joel.
He said, that's what we're trying to do right now, mother. We're trying to raise you up so Yahweh to fulfill this prophecy. He said, once you raise back up, you know what you're going to be doing on the Sabbath day. You know you're going to be wearing friends. You know you're going to be just as in YHWA. Then I'm going to turn the recompense back on their own head. I can't get them because right now if I get them now, you you you'll cry. You be just like a, I seen a video one time that they were getting at Esau real good and uh, an old uh, old 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 black woman's dude just fell all all, all in the way of the whooping. No, don't hear him. That's Jesus Christ. Did you say? That white man is Jesus Christ. You see, you see, you see that? And that's what and that's how they look. That's how they look at themselves and have taught you that they are Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Huh? And nowhere in the Bible they tell you Jesus Christ, or whatever the one you call him, was pale with straight hair. He's a dark skinned man with wood hair. So how they pull that off? Witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in the Bible you can read that that white man picture on the wall. It's nowhere looking like it. Nowhere in the Bible for how they pull it off today. By witchcraft. All your pastors got white Jesus in there. You can't find it in the Bible nowhere that he looked like that. Dark skinned with fringes on, robe, and woolly hair, and a beard. You see that? And they'll pull it off with now they'll fight you tooth and nail that he's a white man. No, he's not a pale man. He's a dark skinned man from the tribe of Judah with woolly hair, with fringes on and a garment. See? That's, that's what Christianity did for you. It's a morphine drip. It's like a pillar laying on a bed. Plucked up, nothing, no bones or nothing in it. Just a broken pillow. That's what we can. Hey, what you got in 6 verse 8? 6 verse 8. What we read? What we read, Elder? Where's that, Elder? Oh, just one, one second. Revelation chapter 6 verse 8. Revelation 6 verse 8. Caught me taking a sip of herbal tea. Chapter verse number eight says, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and he followed with him. And the power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beast of the earth. Wait a minute. What, what color was your horse again, uh, Elder? A, a pale horse. And, 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 and what did the pale horse do? And what did the pale horse do, according to that verse? According to 6th verse 8 of Revelation, what, what did the pale horse do? The pale horse. Yeah, what did he do? According to 6 verse 8, what did the pale horse do? 
Okay, let me read 6 verse 8 again. 8 says, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that set on him was death, and hell followed with him. And the powers was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beast of the earth. So what, what, what did the pale horse do? Gave them power to do a lot of killing. Everywhere the pale horse went, what happened again? What happened according to verse eight? What happened to the pale horse? What did what did what did, what did, what did he bring? Uh, he bring hunger, death, and uh, he even brought death, death the beast. Hunger, death, and what else? Death and what else? Killing with the sword. Mm-hmm. And kill and what else? And kill Number 22 says, Therefore, thus says to Yahweh, who redeemed Adam concerning the house of Israel? Israel shall not now be ashamed, neither shall his face be waxed pale. He said, One thing about it, you will never be able to pay a look in your face. He said, I don't care how much I beat you down. One thing I will never put on you is the mark of a pale look. Blood would not show through your skin. That's a promise he made to the children of Israel. You will never be looking pale. Pale what? Genesis 25, 25. What kind of pale? Coil, Genesis 25, 25. He said you'll never be pale, but what kind of pale? Genesis 25, 25. He said, okay, how much I beat your back? You will never be ashamed. And your face will never wax pale. 
So children of Israel would never be paid or what? Genesis 25, 25. Genesis 25, 25 says, And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. Let me say something. He said you will never be pale red, and you will never be a descendant of Esau. So Esau is the pale red man. Mm-hmm. So the Bible just identified who is the pale red man is Esau. He said, the children of Israel, you will never be with the blood choking your skin, and you will never be pale red. Now you see how that Bible is talking. He said, I don't care how much I beat your back, but you will never look in the mirror and see a member of the children of Israel pale red. That belongs to one group of people alone called the descendants of Esau and his five sons. That's the only people that are pale red like the Pope that's in Rome. That is Esau. Pale red. The Cardinal. Pale red. The white man, the white woman, pale red. How plain can you not? He, that didn't make Rubble get happy. Even Rubble got happy behind that one. See that? See, Rubble even heard that. See? That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's time for y'all to understand this Bible. The reason you're in condition you're in right now, and I got the people that's over you right now, is pale red. They're in the fourth part of the earth, and they it was given to them by Satan the devil, and the, and the fourth part of the earth is called America. How we know? When Noah had three sons, he divided the land up in four parts. He gave Shem got the first order. He got west. He got the eastern world. Shem. The next son was Ham. What you want, my son? Give me the southern land. You got the southern land. That's two kids. Third kid, Japan. What land you want, son? I want the northern world. Okay, now that ball went all the way back around to the put it again and again. So what's left? The Western world. The fourth part is the Western world. The land of Shem for the children of Israel, but the pale red man running. By Satan the devil. They is right there in 6 verse 8. Read verse 6 verse 8. And the closing, the closing statement, Elder. Read 6 verse 8 one more time. And then give me a closing statement. Six verse eight. What is the pale red man to rule in prophecy today? Here's Isaiah six verse eight. Read it. Well, it's six verse eight. The closing statement. Come on, yo. Okay, we're looking at Revelations, I believe, chapter six, verse eight. Reading uh, verse number eight. And I look, and behold. A pale horse, and his name that set on him was Death. And hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and with the beast of the earth. Now, what do you mean the beast of the earth? That's where they get the medicine from. They get the virus from. The virus medicine comes from the, the beast of the earth. 
So they mix all types of animals together and come up with a virus and say you, and you remember that old commercial world? Well, who's going to drink this? He said, Mikey will drink this. Mikey drink anything. See? That's what you is to the world. Mikey. You will drink anything. You will drink anything. And they and they mix beasts mix mix beasts together and say we got a, a virus that'll work. Put a little little a little rattlesnake blood with it and all that, put it all together, make a nice uh they say who's gonna test it out on? We always test it on Mikey. Put it on Mikey. That was a commercial a long time ago. Do you remember that that commercial a long time ago, Hello? Uh, Mikey, Mikey would drink anything. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Give it to Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, you didn't say. Give it, give it to Mikey. <laughs> give it to Mikey. He'll drink anything. That's exactly what happened to us. We know about a guinea pig for all the nations. It checks out their virus shops and everything else. All the medicine, give it to Mikey. There it is right now. But it told you, and what it's going to be operating is in the fourth part of the earth. And they're going to be controlled by Satan the devil. It's right there in verse 8. Now, give me a precept on the hill. Then we're going to close that. Go to Abeka, chapter 3, down to verse 5. Let's get a precept on that. And we'll close out. Remember, tomorrow broadcast come on at 7.30 tomorrow. 7.30 tomorrow. Huh? Seven thirty tomorrow. Let's get a precept for Bethel chapter two, verse three down to verse five, you know. Three down to five and thirteen. And that's and that'll do it. Hey mother, I'm coming back with you in that um Genesis chapter twenty seven, <laughs> thirty eight down to verse forty, mother. After the other give me a Bethel chapter two, three, four and five and thirteen. Come on. A Bethel, chapter two reading verses 3 to 5 and 14. 3 says, For the vision is not yet 3 to 5 and 13. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end of it shall speak not a lie. Though it may tarry, wait for it, because it surely will come. It will not tarry. For behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Five. Yea, also, because he transgressed by wine. He is a proud man, neither keeper, neither keeper at home, who enlarges his desires as hell, and is as death, and cannot be satisfied, but gather unto all him all nations and help them to him all people. 13. Behold, is not out of the Yahweh of hosts that the people shall labor in the very in the very fire, and the people shall weary themselves for very vanity. You hear what he He said, if soul ain't right, and you that father him, you father in hell, death. He said, soul ain't right. 
He said, this man is going to be in the fire in verse 13. Hey, I'll the clothing table tomorrow at 7.30. You're in the clock tomorrow. Hallelujah. Bless the seer, bless the mothers that are on the program and all the listeners that have tuned to our program to listen to the righteous words of Yaqua. And those that are hey. here and those that are not hey, here. Hey, Mommy, what you got over there that 27, 38, down and very 40? Of Genesis. Genesis chapter 27, verse 38. Yeah. Uh-huh. Genesis, Genesis chapter 27, verse 38. And Esau said unto his father, Have thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Verse 39, and Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the sadness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. Verse 40, and by the sword shall thou live and shall serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou hast and thou shalt have the dominion, that thou shalt break your yoke from off thy neck, your neck. Okay, give me, give me over now, chapter 1 and 18, and close the paper, mother. 1, 6, over that, and 18, one. over there, chapter 1, 6, and 18, and close the paper. Over there, chapter 1. Esau searched out 
are his hidden things brought up? Verse 18. Verse 18 reads, And the family of Jacob shall be a fire, and the family of Joseph a flame, and the family of Esau were a struggle, and they shall kindle in them and divide them, and there shall not be any remaining of the family of Esau, but the Yahweh has spoken it. Hallelujah. Thank that, brother. You see that? That's big, that's big read, mother. Close and tell it, mother. Take your time. And let them know. They better hold on. Go and take verse 40. You're on the clock. Mother, take your time and close us out, Mother. Come on. I'm thanking and praising Yahweh for the class. Thank and praising Yahweh for the sphere. I'm thanking and praising Yahweh just to be in the class. I just thank Yahweh for being in the class. And thank and praise Yahweh for each and everyone that's listening in. There's a woman here, the word Yahweh. Now back to the class, hold on. Don't give up. Hallelujah. 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 You hear mother say? Mother say, hold on. Don't give up. Listen, you got to come back to the law of the Bible. Israel's 12 tribes. Wake up, Israel. The nation is the rod of his anger. They is here to beat your back, to get you back on track on your covenant that you made with him. The nation is never to be tied to your hip or you tied to their hip. You are separate people according to Deuteronomy 32, 8 through 10. You supposed to lead the way as the leading tribe of all the tribes. But you don't want to do right. You don't want to keep no Sabbath day. You don't want to get in where you fit in at. You don't want to wear no presents. You ain't keeping no uh, feast day. You don't call them the true name. You don't know the blessed name at the end of your name is Israel. You ain't got to go nowhere change your name, just do it because Yahweh tell you to do it. Because there's no table that Yahweh going to honor. So he's on his five psalms according to Psalm 50, verse 16 and 17. Down to verse 23. So when you understand the blessing is in the name. Isaiah 65, 15 says, you're going to leave your name Israel and get you a curse name. Johnny May Earl. Huh? Johnny May Earl. That's what you're going to be called. And that's a curse name. Christian is a curse name to you. What that what, what book that is in? Acts of 11.26. Listen. We come humble. We're not anti- Anybody, we just pro 12 tribes of Israel. Israel, wake up. Come back to the law, statutes, and commandments. 
keep them Sabbath days, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's a blessed day. All the rest of the days, it's work days. Keep your babies who they are and their responsibility. You got it? We'll leave it like that. Look at Jenny. She said, see, you keep talking. I won't talk no more. Mm-hmm. We're going to catch you in something. No, I'm too tall. Until we meet again tomorrow at 730. Remember, you're not anti-anybody. Every day we, we show them come from the pages of the book. Israel is supposed to be above all nations, but they below all nations. All nations is the rod of Yahweh's anger to beat your back. But what they done did, they done beat your back too good. They done beat your back where you got no sensitivity of who you are whatsoever. That got to stop. He come back tomorrow, you're going to say all nations supposed to follow him. No. Mm-hmm. All nations was, was created to beat your back. Mm-hmm. To get you back in your position and Revelation 2 25, 29. You is the blessing. But you don't want it. So I'm still talking, WCC. Here, you can talk some more. I don't want to talk no more. Y'all quite be with everybody to catch tomorrow at 7 30. From the mothers, the elders, the brothers, and those on the international side, Yahweh be with you all and shalom.